by taking the CBD, it's an amazing anti-inflammatory. Also, it's really well known for helping reducing pain so people can feel more comfortable. The inflammation is gonna reduce those pain levels. They're gonna move a little bit better. Then they're able to be more active, which we know is already more beneficial for pain. So it's this really awesome cycle. You're listening to Muscle Medicine, where we debunk the myths in the health and wellness world to bring you the latest updates in exercise, rehab, and nutrition from industry leaders. Join your host, Dr. Emily Kybert, chiropractor and movement expert, as she brings you simple, actionable tips to reach your fullest potential. Brooke Alpert, welcome to Muscle Medicine Podcast. Super excited to have you on. You are Be Nutritious on Instagram, and you're a nationally recognized nutritionist, an author, a holistic cannabis practitioner, which we are going to dive deep into today. That's the and, most fun. Yeah, the most fun. <laughs> and um, the founder of Daily Habit. And you are like a neighbor. You're Upper East. I'm Midtown. Like, we're so close. <laughs> I'm waving right now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So you have a really interesting story and journey with your husband and how you came into CBD and cannabis. Can you share that story? Sure. So I've been a registered dietitian for about 15 years. I've had a private practice here on the Upper East Side in New York. I always help people lose weight, feel better. But back at home, it was really challenging because my husband's been struggling with an autoimmune disease pretty much for well before we even met. But it really came to a head after the birth of our first daughter, who's now 11. And so, you know, after she was born, we just didn't know what was wrong with him. We always thought it was something physical. He has a long history of, of, of health issues and complicated surgeries. And the poor guy, like I really got a lemon, but he's a good guy. And Having a dietitian for a wife is challenging, no matter what your current health status is. And I was always trying to help. And the sicker he got, the more I wanted to dive in and help. So once his neuropathy got so bad that he wasn't able to walk more than a few blocks, I really (laughs) helped. And I basically tortured the man. I put him on every diet you can imagine. I had him on the walls protocol to an extreme where I was making him eat liver three times a day, raw cabbage. I mean, the idea that he stayed with me was kind of shocking. (laughs) And finally, after the birth of our second daughter, he said, I can't do this anymore. I I just want to eat like a normal person. I want to be able to go out for dinner with you and you not order for me. I kind of wish he had said he wanted to sleep with other people. I feel like I could have handled that better. But instead, he didn't want me to sort of be his dietitian anymore. And it's really hard as a practitioner or as a caregiver to sort of take that step back. So I told him I'd take that step back. But in the back of my mind, I was always thinking of what else I could do that would sort of be less intrusive into his life. Around this time, I started just reading some research articles on CBD, mainly because I was interested. And I stumbled across one about CBD and pain. And we use the term cannabis friendly when it comes to my husband, which is just a polite way of saying pothead. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I said to him, I said, look, eat whatever you want, but here's this capsule. It was a brand I you know, was comfortable recommending to him. It was one that the research had supported. They were very a scientific brand. And I said, just try this. I won't say anything else. And he's like, 
sweet. It's from pot. I'll totally try it. And that's, that's how I got him to take CBD. And what we noticed was within a couple of weeks, all of a sudden his pain tolerance had changed and he had started being able to walk a little bit more. And he was able to teach our oldest daughter how to ride a bike, which for anyone is a physical feat. And for him was insanely hard. And yet he was able to do it. We realized the only thing that had changed was CBD. And so as the practitioner in me, I needed to learn more. And I started researching more and I learned about CBD and anxiety. And all of a sudden I thought about all my emotional eaters. And then after that, I just needed to learn more. So I dove in headfirst as I tend to do. And I did this program for a year and passed a really, really hard test to become a holistic cannabis practitioner. And while I was doing this program, I had this vision for a product that I was looking for. I wanted one that really felt more wellness. I wanted a, a product that really felt sort of to help people feel better, not to help sick people feel better, mm. not like the products that my husband was using. And I couldn't find something that sort of had that wellness vibe. And so I created my own. Amazing. And yeah. you kind of talk about it as like, uh, kind of like something magical. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I really feel that when you open up the door to a plant that could potentially make you feel better, that can decrease pain, that can help you have better control over your food cravings and your emotional eating, for me, it makes me a better parent and a better practitioner. It really is magical. And I'm sort of been knocking down the doors of the stigma that we come across, all for this beautiful little plant that doesn't get you high, that just can do so much good. So I think there might be like a cultural stigma, like what's the difference between cannabis and CBD and just like getting high? Can you just kind of break them the nuances? Sure. So cannabis as a whole, like that's the name of the entire plant and it can be broken down into two different sections of, of the same plant. One can be what we traditionally know as marijuana, right? Which is illegal in some states, now recreational legal in others, as well as medicinally legal. And then we have hemp. They're basically the same plant except for the THC levels. So in order for something to be legally classified as hemp, which is where the majority of the CBD is coming from these days, it has to have 0.3% THC or less, which means you cannot get high, you cannot get stoned, you will not get the munchies. So none of those stoner stereotypes actually occur when you're using hemp-derived CBD. Mm. And so your product also includes, is it MCT oil? Adagirl, yes, yeah. it does. So when making a powder, you need to have a base that tastes good, but also for me, it needed to be functional. Mm. So what we decided to do was take our CBD powder and combine it with a coconut powder. Ours is currently 50% MCT. So that not only are you getting all these beautiful, healthy fats that are great with brain health, it actually really helps the CBD for better absorption. I kind of think of CBD as almost like a fat-soluble vitamin. So this is where you need fat for the body to absorb it and to utilize it. So the fat from the MCT is really beneficial for the CBD to be effective in your body. Mm. And then the best part for us is because we're a powder, it turns into like a beautiful non-dairy creamer. So it's keto-friendly, it's vegan, it's paleo, it's every single check mark you want it to hit. But I just care that it's delicious and it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So what kind of transformation have you seen specifically in terms of anxiety with your, with your clients? 
It's really, really fascinating to watch. The most important thing for us is to pinpoint when those anxious levels are the highest. So for a lot of my clients, it's once the kids go to bed. So for a lot of the moms, the kids go to bed and all of a sudden they finally have a few minutes to themselves. And instead of being able to take it and just chill and be present and enjoy whatever they're doing is when they start binge eating. So for a lot of my clients, as soon as as you're putting the kids to bed, I also have them drinking, you know, uh, herbal tea with a big scoop of daily habit in there. And we found that for them, it then sets them up for success that once the kids are asleep, then they can be like, you know what? I do want to meditate tonight, or I'm not going to go for that glass of wine, which is then going to affect my sleep, or I'm not going to raid the pantry. Mm-hmm. So that's been great for other people. It hits them at different times. So I have some clients that like to take you know, have a cup of tea as they commute on their way home. So they're carrying their own tea on the subway, which in New York City, the subway in winter is kind of necessary. I feel like everyone should have some daily habit in their beverages. Yes. Um, For me, I personally use it first thing in the morning. I find my patience level for the rest of the day, I, I always joke it takes a chip off of my shoulder. And it does. So it's been really beneficial for that for me. And then I, I happen to get very incredible focused from CBD. There's really awesome studies about CBD when it comes to ADD, ADHD, and other focus issues. So for me, I tend to hop onto Facebook less in the morning when I'm trying to work or I'm trying to write a blog post for someone or I'm trying to do some sort of project. So I tend to find that it really personally has helped me focus. But for most of my clients, it's anxiety, it's pain, it's better sleep, it's better sex for some. So it's been really interesting to follow everybody's path with CBD. Yeah, interesting. When you first maybe bring it up with a client, do you find that there's some pushback? And how do you kind of get through that? Yes, there's pushback. It's funny, like I can get clients to stop drinking alcohol. I can get people to go to bed earlier. I can get them to not touch a starch or like white flour for days, but when I'm trying to like introduce a new supplement, they're like, wait, what? So it's funny. And right away, someone's like, well, I don't want the munchies or all of those stereotypes pop right up. And fortunately, most of my clients have been, you know, here for a while. They trust me. They're coming to me, even if they're new for a reason, because they've been referred. So I get them to trust me. And once I tell them, no, you're not going to get the munchies. You can drive a car. (laughs) You are totally fine to operate every machinery then they sort of drink, you know, the Kool-Aid, I should say, but it's a daily habit CBD (laughs) Kool-Aid. I love it. I love the name, by the way. It's like, it's great. Thank you. Um, What, what transformations have you seen with people with physical pain? And I'm curious of what kind of research is out there of, because I think most people think of CBD as like, not only to calm the nerves, but also to get out of some sort of physical pain, especially since your husband was in tremendous pain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for for someone like my husband, his health condition is so severe at this stage that while he uses daily habit in the morning just to set him up for a good day, he needs very, very high doses. So when people need super high doses of CBD, I'm not the product for them. And I'll refer to them to brands that I think are better where you can take capsules. I mean, there's only so many scoops of a powder a guy can drink. Right. So, you know, for someone like him, when we're really dealing with his pain management, we'll add in capsules to really sort of support that from a brand, again, that I trust. 
Um, for some other people that I work with that are dealing with, let's say, some arthritic pain that have, you know, more of like the long-term chronic issues, but are not so like acutely disabled, they really notice that it just sort of takes the edge off where all of a sudden they're no longer thinking about the pain, where it's not taking up so much brain space for them. And then what's interesting is that then they start moving a little bit more fluidly, right? And so as you know, more than anybody else, when you have a back pain, and you're hyper-focusing on the back pain, then you're starting to torque your body around the pain. And then you're actually causing other muscles to become more tense and more challenged because they're supporting this interesting position you've gotten yourself in. I, I might be speaking from experience. So, <laughs> <laughs> but so by taking the CBD, it's an amazing anti-inflammatory. Also, it's really well known for helping reducing pain so people can feel more comfortable. The inflammation is going to reduce those pain levels. They're going to move a little bit better. Then they're able to be more active, which we know is already more beneficial for pain. So it's this really awesome cycle. It's like starting like with a healthy breakfast, then the rest of your day tends to be pretty awesome. But if you start with like a bagel and cream cheese and bacon, that's normally not the best way to start. And then the next meal is not as healthy. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting because I feel like rehab and movement medicine is moving towards a biopsychosocial. And the psychosocial part, especially the psycho part, is when people are in pain, there's so much fear avoidance. And every decision in their day is dictated by, is this going to hurt me more? And it's really hard to get around that fear avoidance. But it sounds like this would be something that would tap into relieving some discomfort. And then you can start to, like you said, move more freely through your day and kind of get over that hurdle of, if I walk up the subway stairs, am I going to be in pain? Should I take a cab instead? Exactly. You know, a lot of the pain is fear-based, yeah. right? And so like, there are painkillers that can not only help lessen pain and inflammation, but also reduce your anxiety, right? Like that doesn't exist, but it does when you use a plant like CBD, you know, or a hemp plant with high doses of CBD. So it's really awesome. Now for patients who are really struggling with higher levels of pain, then that might be when it's really interesting to take them down the route of, you know, medicinal marijuana, and getting a prescription if they're in New York or using it recreational across the, the, the country. I mean, Massachusetts, where we have a country house, it's fully legal there. And it's fascinating to see what you can get in the clientele who are coming in there for true relief from chronic conditions. And so I think once you start opening that world up, then it's all that much easier to find more solutions that might be beneficial for you. Yeah. How does someone know if they're getting quality CBD? That's a great question. So there's three things that I tell everyone to look for. When it comes to CBD, you could either get full spectrum or isolate, right? So an isolate CBD product is just getting CBD. So it's like extracting vitamin C from an orange, right? Which is good for you, but you're also missing all the other cool things that an orange has, whether it's fiber, antioxidants, flavonoids, the works, right? CBD, when it's full spectrum, you're getting CBD, but you're also getting all these other awesome compounds that the plant can provide. So those very low doses of THC, which is incredible for pain, but also a hundred other cannabinoids like CBG, CBN, that all do really cool things on their own. But more importantly, they work in something called the entourage effect, where they sort of help CBD become as effective as possible. So they all work together. Mm. It's like a flash mob, right? One person dancing is cool, but like 40 people dancing at the same time is even cooler, right? Yes, yes. So. Um, what <laughs> I is the... I've ever used that example before. <laughs> I don't know if I will again. I was thinking of the analogy of like, 
if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Maybe that's better for this. Yes. (laughs) I like the flash mob. Um, If you were going to do something that is more than just daily habit, like you were, you were talking about capsules, Mm -hmm. is there a certain brand that you go to or that you really like? Sure. I really do like CBD plus or plus CBD. The brand is CB Sciences and they are really great. And one of my favorite people in the world is on their advisor program. It's what I give my husband in addition to daily habit. And I really do trust them and they do some really awesome work. And so, you know, the, the other things to look for in a brand and CBC, CB Sciences does a great job of that as well is not only do you want full spectrum, but you want a brand that shows any of their third party testing, mm. right? So transparency is what's most important when it comes to any nutrition supplement to begin with, but especially a CBD product, because we are so in limbo with regulatory like rules and, you know, it's really up to the company's discretion. So any company that's very transparent, that tells you where their hemp is grown, that what are they doing, giving more information, the better. And then even if you don't know how to read the lab results that they post, just the fact that they're posting it means that they have a whole lot less to hide. So, you know, that's the the model we follow being full spectrum, transparent, and always having our, you know, uh, it's called the COA certificate of analysis online. And other brands like CD Sciences does a great job of that too. Charlotte's Web is a great brand. I mean, I'd be honored to ever be considered in the same category as them. I'm certainly not at this stage. Um, they are these mega giant brands and have been around a long time. And I'm like, you know, little the little engine that could. <laughs> trying just to like keep up and, you know, be associated somehow. Yeah. Is there a certain client or maybe certain contraindications or a certain kind of person that maybe CBD is not right for that you have to kind of rule out before making a suggestion of using CBD? Sure. You know, there's no one that would like normally come right away that I'd be like, absolutely not. Perhaps if someone had some sort of abuse of drug uh, history in the past I actually think that marijuana, cannabis, CBD is actually really beneficial. There's some awesome studies about marijuana being great for helping people wean themselves off of narcotics and opioids. It's just something that I wouldn't want to dip my toes in because I'm not an expert dealing with addiction at that level. If you get drug tested, you need to check with your HR or whomever is doing the drug testing first. While most CBD brands obviously follow the rule about the amount of THC, even that small dose could show up unless you get the thumbs up that, you know, obviously, you know, legitimate CBD is okay with your company. I'd always be careful about that as well. Some people, you know, have stomach upsets and stomach issues. And so sometimes MCT or any of the oils that we all use as carriers, which could be anything from olive oil to coconut oil to MCT oil can upset people's stomachs. So if I have someone that says has like a severe case of colitis or a lot of like gastric distress where they're using the bathroom too frequently, I'd be very careful about adding any fat into their diet at this stage. So a lot of the CBDs all have a fat as a carrier. So Mm. we'd be careful about that. And the truth is anyone who would be super anxious about taking something new, I wouldn't force it on them by any means because it's like, you're not going to have a good time. If you're nervous to get on a boat and you get on a boat to go on a party, like you're not going to enjoy it because you're going to be so anxious about being on the boat. Again, another analogy I've never used before, but I think that it's the same thing. Like you might just be overthinking the whole process if you're using CBD and you're super nervous about trying a product like this. You know, when it comes to using medicinal cannabis, it's always like, you know, go low and start slow. So 
a little bit. It's a great way to sort of like dip your toes in the water, taking a quarter of a serving. Let's see how you feel. And then that can sort of reduce that anxiety that some people might have. Yeah. What going, going along the lines of go, starting slow, what is like a, a quarter of a dose? Sure. So I have found the sweet spot of a CBD serving to be 10 milligrams. And it, it's sort of what has hit our target audience for this wellness vibe we're going for. The easy thing about a powder is you can do half a scoop, a quarter of a scoop, or double or triple your scoop. So it makes it super user-friendly. So that's why our serving is 10 milligrams a scoop. If you want to do two and a half or five milligrams to start, I just don't know if people are going to feel it. Um, Mm. But it's also a great way to take five milligrams before bed. See, perhaps maybe if you sleep better, maybe you wake up a little bit more comfortable I like people to start using a product always in the evening. This way you're home if you ever are feeling uncomfortable. I recommend the same thing with most nutritional supplements too. So it's it's all just kind of what's going to work for the specific person. But I, most people I will have taking it for the first time in the late afternoon, early evening. This way they're at their home and we don't have to worry about any issues. Yeah. Do people, when they take it before bed, do they wake up groggy or is it... They wake up really refreshed. They should wake up really refreshed. You know, I think for some people who are really bad at sleeping, when all of a sudden you start sleeping well, it's almost harder. I know like for a lot of the new moms and when I was a new mom, all of a sudden that first night that you sleep, it's almost more painful than than just waking up every few hours. You know, I think your body is so acclimated to running on adrenaline and so if you sleep, it almost takes a couple of nights of a good night's sleep to actually feel rested. So I think sometimes people can misjudge why they're not feeling rested when they wake up or groggy. It should not make you feel groggy. If anything, it should just help you sleep better. The science between CBD and sleep is extensive and it's amazing. And it's not only great for helping you fall asleep, but also stay asleep and your quality of sleep. So it's really fascinating to see how that can change because once we get people sleeping better, then it's like a whole new world right? So then they make better food choices. They're more willing to work out. They have more patience levels. It it really is like we can transform people with a good night's sleep. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know, and you would know this better than I do, that like if you get a poor night's sleep in terms of quality and length, that like your tendency to binge or the desire to binge is there, that there's more carbohydrate cravings. And even just like a poor night's sleep, you'll see it. You'll see changes in like body composition. Like, oh, why am I holding on to fat more in my around my tummy. I'm trying to do everything else right. Yeah. We actually literally have a hormonal reaction to sleeping poorly, right? So your ghrelin levels increase and I call it the growling hormone. So that's why we feel so much more hungry when we're sleep deprived, right? It's like, we just feel the need to eat, but it's actually, it's not just emotional. You're having a hormonal reaction telling you to eat because it's your sort of, you know, biological response to trying to stay awake, you know, the trials that are going on in the Senate right now, they actually have candy bowls out there because they're going late at night, you know? And of course, like the dietitian in me wants to scream at the TV for numerous reasons, but I'm like, candy, like, don't do that. More fluids, crunchy vegetables, fresh fruit. Like that's all way to stay up longer. CBD, maybe everyone could use some CBD that's in politics. I think that'd be a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Especially right now. Yeah. Is there research around it for recovery or muscle recovery after working out? You know, because sometimes like, especially when we go hard, sometimes DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness can set in and that can feel like it, it's a setback because we almost have to recover multiple days before we go work out again. 
Yeah. You know, look, I think it's important, number one, to listen to your body, right? So if you get dumbs or if you're feeling really sore or if working out is looking like it's going to be painful and hard, I, I think that's always a sign that some of us forget to listen to, especially in this fast-paced life where I'm like, I booked this class. I have to do my hit class. It's got to happen. I think it's important to listen. But yes, CBD, because of its anti-inflammatory and high antioxidant levels, it happens to be great for muscle recovery. Then add in that you're having these healthy fats. It's even better, especially if you've been working out fasted. It's a really great way to fuel your body. But that anti-inflammatory benefit, it's really, really important. And we're not doing it by squashing the inflammation response because inflammation is a good thing to a certain point, as you know, but it's really to make sure that those markers don't go out of control. And then it just sort of keeps it within healthy ranges. Yeah. Where can people find you? Sure. In real so, life and online. <laughs> I'm right here. Hi. Um, <laughs> they can find me at dailyhabitscbd.com. Be nutritious, B-N-U-T-R-I-T-I-O-U-S at on Instagram, you can find me there. I'm all over social media. Just type in Brooke Alpert and you can get me somehow. Amazing. Did yeah. you ever think like 15 years ago when you first started your practice in New York that this is where you would be heading? Never. 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 And I think that that's what's really cool about working in the health world. As long as you keep an open mind, you really can go in so many different directions, right? And so I just wanted a private practice where I worked one-on-one with patients and I helped them lose weight, which was just all I really thought about when I was in school. And then it moved to consulting and book writing. And now somehow I'm in the cannabis world. Like it's kind of awesome. It, it really is. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's so great this resource and you as a resource. And thank you so much for sharing that story about your husband and just your, your journey. It's really cool to hear. Thank you. It's been great. That's a wrap. I have two truths that I fully believe in. First, to be 1% better every single day. And second, all feedback is good feedback because it helps us grow. Why do I say this? If you're enjoying these conversations and you find this is adding value, send us some love by subscribing to Muscle Medicine Podcast on iTunes. And if you want to share your voice with the world and scream it from the rooftops and tell your friends, or you can just give us a little feedback so we can grow by rating and reviewing Muscle Medicine on iTunes. Thank you guys. So much gratitude. Dr. Emily Kybert here.